I have a list of people whose opinions of me matter. They know their opinion of me matters. And that's important because if they compliment me, I'm going to weight it higher than someone else. Sure. And if they say something harsh, I'm going to weight it higher than someone else. But because they know that their opinion matters and they are, they don't take it lightly and it's, and it's important. But if someone does say something and describes me in a certain way and Trust me, I get the DMs, y'all. I block and bless, block and bless. Um, Some, but sometimes they're just ridiculous. They're it's pretty amazing. They're ridiculous, and if I if I if I let give them any more weight than just going, oh, is that true? Then it's taking me from doing the thing that I actually care about, and it would affect. I couldn't show up here today if I paid attention to opinions of others. Welcome to the Be It Till You See It podcast, where we talk about taking messy action, knowing that perfect is boring. I'm Leslie Logan, Pilates instructor and fitness business coach. I've trained thousands of people around the world, and the number one thing I see stopping people from achieving anything is self-doubt. My friends, action brings clarity, and it's the antidote to fear. Each week, my guests will bring bold, executable, intrinsic, and targeted steps that you can use to put yourself first and be it till you see it. It's a practice, not a perfect. Let's get started. Welcome back to the Be It Till You See It interview recap where my co-host and life, Brad, and I are going to dig into the profound, we're bringing back profound, Brad? Oh, yeah. Hi, <laughs> conversation I had with Tina Tang in our last episode. If Actually, you-, you know what? I think we should change it to the, the, the conversation that you had with Tina was fun. It was okay. just a fun interview. I really enjoyed listening to it. So we're just going to leave all that in. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. It was fun though. I really love her. I can't wait to see her. Okay. I have Tina Tang in our last episode. If you haven't yet listened to that interview, feel free to pause us now. Go back and listen to that one and then come back and join us. Let us know if you thought it was fun or profound. Yeah. And if you would like to insert a word of your own making, into the intro to this podcast, you can DM them to be at pod. <laughs> All right. So um, I'm super excited, babe. Tell me. Because we have over 150 people already signed up for our fourth Hunter With Me Challenge. Yeah. I, I'm like, this is amazing. We start on October 3rd and we already have a, over 150 people. Yeah, it's very exciting. Uh, it's 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 going to be a really fun group. We we know some of you. Yes. Uh, so fantastic way I, to way to uh, jump in. I think for the people who are doing it for the fourth time, we should probably get them a shirt. Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. But four times. Uh, but then there are others in there that we're looking forward to getting to know. And then there are those of you who are listening right now who have no idea what we're talking about. Yeah. So first of all, I'm really excited to get to know them too because a lot of them have never done Pilates before, which is. Awesome. So first of all, this is not a Pilates challenge. Like how much Pilates can you do? Yeah, this, no. is a, this is a consistent. It's not like challenge. an ice bucket challenge. Like can you do <laughs> 7,500 uh, with me hundreds? I don't know. I just yeah, made that up. Yeah, I can tell, but it's okay. <laughs> so could everybody else. In the <laughs> so it's, it's a consistency <laughs> challenge. And the goal of this is I am a Pilates teacher, in case you didn't know. And so I'm going to teach you how to be consistent in your life with Pilates and also be kind to yourself while doing it. Um, And then what I teach you, you can rinse and repeat for anything you want to be consistent in, because what I'm teaching you how to be consistent with Pilates isn't like only going to work for this. Oh, I thought you were going to pull out our favorite word. 
profound. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> so, so anyways, um, we have a lot of newbies and what's, which I'm really excited about because I really do love when new people start Pilates with us. It means no bad habits. <laughs> and also, um, we're giving everyone who signs up for our challenge access to our intro series. So no excuses. If you are only pie curious, let that curiosity go and sign up for the hundred with me challenge. We do kick off on October 3rd. So you want to go to 100withme.com to sign up yes. and grab your spot. Also, this is bad. You want to tell them we talked about this last week, but like maybe we should remind them. We wanted to give back to first responders. And we kept thinking, how can we do this? Like, what would be a, a good way to, you know, show our support? And we realized that first responders are obviously in need of a breather. Um, they've, you know, it's been 18 months of insanity here across the board. I feel like we're at 20 months at this point. <laughs> yeah, Maybe it's I don't only 18. Still. I don't it's, know. It's, it's, it's a long time. And they're, They've been going full tilt and, you know, we've been hearing stories about nurses resigning and stuff because they're just overwhelmed. And uh, so we thought that uh, what one of the really amazing benefits of the 100 with me challenge is the idea of filling your cup first so that you are at 100 percent so that when you go serve others, you are actually taken care of. And that's why we thought, oh, wow, the first responders could use this challenge as me time, as like me, myself, and I time, because that's what the challenge is about this time. Yeah. So it's it's such an obvious connection there. And what we wanted to do was was empower you to sponsor a first responder. Mm-hmm. Okay. So there's a special link you're going to need. That's going we're gonna put that link in the show notes. But instead of the full price ticket, uh, ninety nine dollars for uh, to join the challenge for the first responder, you can sponsor them. We're going to split that with you uh, and it'll be only $30 uh, and we'll cover the rest of it. Yeah. And you, can, you can invite a first responder who's a friend, a family member, or if you don't know anybody, you, you know, who is a first responder, you can find one and say, hey, you know, I'm thinking of you. I bought this for you. Uh, I hope that you, you know, take some time for yourself here because I know how much you need it. Yeah. So uh, I just I'm so excited. I can't wait to see how many first responders we get to do this with because even if they only do five minutes of Pilates a day, I know that they will have taken a moment for themselves to do that. And the action of laying down on the ground and just doing one exercise is them pouring into themselves first before they go to be there for others. And it's, and it's just going to be a domino effect. And, and I say that to you as well. It is called the me, myself, and I theme. That's right. We have a theme every challenge. Yeah. And so that's the theme. And it's because I think people are still hung up on self-care being selfish and that self-care has to be a reward for something. And no, self-care isn't selfish care. That's what our friend Brenda Cooper said. It's not. It's all about the intention. And so when you fill your cup first, then you are practicing doing that in life. It's going to help you give more to others freely and also have more energy doing it. So basically... Get your booty over to the challenge. I, I just one more thing I want to say. Oh. This challenge actually has nothing to do with Pilates. Even that's an ironic <laughs> statement, right? Because it's about it like what we're using the Pilates to do. It's a tool. Yeah. It's a method. It's just a it's just a small piece of this. The 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 main idea here is creating consistency in your life, um, helping you build 
healthy habits um, of working out. And we are just happening to use Pilates for this challenge because obviously that's what Leslie is known for. So like, for example, if you were sponsoring a firefighter who has never even heard of Pilates, you know, they don't have to worry. It's not about the Pilates. It's about them taking time for themselves. Yeah. So we're going to, we're, there's Pilates classes, everyone. And then there's the intro series for people who need it, but there's also hangout sessions and coaching around habits and also coaching around the mindset that you have to have so that your brain wants and your body wants to create these habits. So yeah, Pilates first is responder a- isn't just a firefighter. You know, it could be a grocery store clerk. It could be your mailman, someone who has been out there the whole time who hasn't been able to work from home because they, yeah. because of just the nature of their job. So, yeah, those essential you know, workers we're, have we're, been amazing. We're, we're definitely thinking broad, um, you know, grocery store clerk kind of thing. Yeah. So, yeah. so anyways, um, I can't wait to see how many more people sign up because we have plenty of time. But if you do it today, you're going to do it tomorrow. You probably don't forget. So do it today. So next we have our Be It listeners question of the week, babe. What is the question? Yeah. So what do you do if you don't have enough time to get your workout <laughs> in? Which I think is funny that it leads right into that. Yeah, that's so fun. I love when that happens. Um, thank you for sending that question in. Uh, well, babe, what do you do when you have enough time to work out? Yeah, I um, I get up early the next day. And and that's actually ridiculous to say that, but that's actually when I when I miss a workout or I don't get it in, um, I try to go to bed early so that I will get up early the next morning, and uh, that's been kind of how I treated that. Yeah, but you know what I like about that? You don't really beat yourself up about it, and that's why your brain is good with doing it tomorrow. A lot of people would be upset with themselves, get frustrated, and they, the whole day would be off on the wrong foot because they didn't get that thing in that they promised themselves that they would do. And you, you're, you're like, okay, I'm going to make sure I get my work done. So I can go to bed early. Yeah. It's, it's been, I mean, when, when I was in a routine of going to the gym or the studio to practice yoga, um, I probably would have been really upset if I had missed my class because it was like part of my world, part of my routine. I was in, I was always there whatever, you know? Um, but, uh, when everything shifted to be working at home and all the things, now it's been way like like life seems flexible and some you know somehow we uh, we've changed the the, the decision making factor and I I I, uh, I hope I'm not alone in that because I'm now I'm trying to make myself feel better so if you're like me please DM us and tell me how uh, much I'm not alone yeah if I'm totally alone then good for all of you it's okay uh, he's he's doing the me myself and I challenge as yeah, well yeah. everyone. <laughs> Um, so, uh, so I love this question because I think a lot of people think it's all or nothing. Oh, I wanted to work out at eight o'clock. I slept until nine. So now I can't do that. Right. But your, the way the brain works and the way that our bodies work is a little different. Your brain doesn't like anything that causes it pain. So if missing your workout causes you to be frustrated and upset, it's actually going to not make your brain look for other places that it can work out in. But if you actually keep that, oh, I'm so glad I remembered I wanted to do that today. Right. It's like an association with a negative or positive. Yeah. Like it, it, like for me, like it's quick to anger kind of a thing. If I'm like, ah, I missed it up. You know, that's not a great association with the idea of working out in the first place because, you know, now I'm just connecting it to a negative emotion. Yeah. 
Exactly. So, so I don't do that anymore. I think years ago, I get really upset with myself. Oh, I wanted to do that. But perfect is boring. And we're ditching perfection over here. And so what I do now is go, Oh, I'm so glad I remembered I wanted to do that today. And I look at the calendar and I look and see if what is on here, does any of it have to be on here? Like have to be on there. Is there any way I can shorten it? Can I, oh, I have a call with Erica. Can I take that call with Erica while I'm on my Peloton? Can I do this while I'm walking on the truck? Can I, when I do the dog walk, can I make the dog go a little bit faster? Can I run the dog instead of walking the dog? And so I actually did get the, um, um, Treadmill yeah. so that you can do phone calls. Yeah, and on, I have on, been uh, on your walk. I and know you can you know get a workout in while you're talking with someone. Yeah, totally. Especially days like today, I'm going to be on there at five o'clock when I have a call with my friend because I've been sitting at my desk all day today. And it's so also insanely hot out. It is. It's. I, they say it keeps going to get cooler, but it's not. So, anyways, that what I would suggest is celebrate that you thought about it. So it's good pleasure in your brain. Look to see if there's any place you can pair something you're already doing with a long walk or on your Peloton. And if you're like, Leslie, are you kidding? That is glitter and unicorns. Then you should be in my challenge because I'm going to help hold you accountable to good thoughts around when you want to work out. And it's okay to just do five minutes, especially if you aren't consistent right now, being consistent with five minutes every day is going to help you there. So anyways, great questions. I love seeing the questions sent them to the Be It Pod on Instagram. Hey, Be It listener. You are listening to this because you literally want to be it till you see it. And you want that motivation and inspiration every single week. And I freaking love you for that. And here's the thing. Last year, I created a 100 with me challenge. 100 with me, meaning you give yourself 100% and we do it together. And this month's theme is me, myself, and I. Why is that? Because... After a year of what we've all been through, it is so easy to not be a me, myself, and I kind of person. And some people might even think that that's being pretty selfish, and I would disagree. And I know you would too, because you're listening to this. We have to fill our cup first, and we have to practice doing that. And that takes accountability, and it takes community. And I have my 100 with me challenge coming up. I want you in it. In fact, I want you and all your friends in it, because here is the deal. When you have your friends and family doing something with you together, you change your environment. When your environment changes, big things happen. So go to 100withme.com to sign up. That's 100withme.com, the number 100withme.com to sign up for this challenge. We start in October. We have live workouts together. We have hangout sessions together. We have a group where we can connect together and really share what's going on, what's holding us up from actually doing the things that we say we want to do for ourselves. And the reason we are doing it with Pilates is A, I'm a Pilates teacher, but B, when we connect with ourselves on the mat, we can connect more to others. We can connect to our goals better. How we practice our Pilates is how we practice everything in life. And I know this to be true. We have so many of our OBC members who tell us this, right? So if you've never done Pilates, do not worry about it. I got intro classes for you and This is the best place to start because you have me in your ear, helping you answering your questions. So go to 100withme.com. Join us for this challenge. It's my last challenge for the year. And I really hope you join us. 100withme.com. All right. Now let's talk about Tina Tang. Tina Tang. Former Wall Street trader and brick and mortar jewelry store owner and designer, Tina Tang dove headfirst into fitness at the age of 42. After some incredibly challenging life changes of a divorce and a crashing economy. Uh, now, seven years later, she's coached thousands of training sessions 
uh, created the FS formula to help midlife women get stronger and leaner and is a fit at 50 coach. Uh, I really enjoyed your conversation with her. I, I don't even, I didn't know Tina. I don't know Tina. I just enjoyed listening to it. And, um, but I you thought, do know Tina, like, but not from a, like, you've never, I don't know you've met her. No, I haven't met Tina, but it makes me want to like go to New York city and hang out with Tina. It I was feel great like, I guess you didn't meet her when we were in Mexico, but, and no, I don't think, oh, maybe I did for like two seconds. Yeah. But, but anyways, y'all were in a similar group with her. And so, and then I took your spot cause I was like, get out. These are my ladies. <laughs> um, so what I didn't know about Tina is that she was a jewelry store owner when I ran jewelry stores. And so she and I, Literally, we're talking shop when we were in Cabo because we were both in boutique business right. at the same time. And I just didn't own the business that I left, but she did. So that was really heartbreaking. Um, so I loved it. She's amazing. If you are if you are intimidated by the gym, yeah, talk to her because she didn't start going until she's 42. Um, so we talked about the opinions of others, and I really loved talking about this. And I think it's I mean, we've, we've talked about that in different ways before in different episodes. Here's the thing. Like, I think we all just think people think about us too much and they don't, no one's thinking about us. Yeah. But okay. Hold on. We have, we have to, we have to reference the opinions of others that she was talking about. Oh, (laughs) Brad can't let this go. I was laughing so hard. Well, she talks about her parents, right. Who, uh, immigrated here from a war-torn country you know, and they're, uh, very, uh, stereotypical and, uh, and, 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 and I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna ruin the joke. You're going to have to go back to the last episode to listen to it. But I was, I was listening to it last night and everyone else was asleep in the house and I'm just listening with my headphones on. And when she told us a story about how her mom introduced her to her mom's friend, I laughed so loudly. I'm pretty sure the dog started barking. I mean, I was laughing. It was insane. I was laughing so hard. Anyway, you, you, the two of you talked about yeah. uh, your family's support when it came to uh, making uh, major um, uh, changes in your life. Um, and for her, it was, for, you know, like the economy crashing shifted. Her jewelry stores weren't going to survive. And yeah. so, no. and then she went from there into fitness and, and her parents were looking at her cross and thinking like, what are you doing with your life? Well, and I think we talked about this before, so I don't want to go into it. If you didn't listen to the recap with Daniel Pacenti, definitely listen to that. But uh, here's here's something that I had to teach myself because when Brad put me on YouTube, uh, I, 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 all of a sudden there's someone who would like me instant thumbs down. Like as soon as the video would go up, it was an immediate thumbs down. And I was yeah. like, you, it literally has been up for three seconds. You didn't asshole. even watch it. Like yeah. who is this hater? And I was like getting, I was like, how do I find them? I need to block them. This person is attacking me. And you're like, yeah. you, you can't find out who this person is. And I was so. But it was like, I mean, it was, they were, they were watching. It they was like very... new video. I would get the notification about a new video from Leslie. And then I would go to the video and I was like, there's a thumbs down already. Like, yeah, what? They, they are out for yeah. you. It was like so crazy. So anyways, I was on a run. And it's so funny how things come up. And I was listening to Brene Brown on this interview. And this is like way before she was St. Brene, but definitely like after her <laughs> TED talk. And she said, this, she was sharing her story about how she'd have these like negative comments on a YouTube TED, TED talk. And she's like, how do I go in and find out the IP address oh, and yeah. go all the way to their house and shake them? And then she's like, <laughs> she's like, she realized like she's spending too much time thinking about the people who don't like her. 
Yeah. And so she actually um, talked about how it's really important that you're clear on whose opinions of you matter. Yeah. And I think that means you might even have to compartmentalize it. Like I'm sure Tina cares about her parents and that their opinion matters, but she's probably had to compartmentalize that. Like it doesn't matter when it comes to what she's doing for her purpose on this planet. Right. So I have, I have a list of people whose opinions of me matter. They know their opinion of me matters. And that's important because if they compliment me, I'm going to weight it higher than someone else. Sure. And if they say something harsh, I'm going to weight it higher than someone else. But because they know that their opinion matters and they don't take it lightly and it's and it's important. But if someone does say something and describes me in a certain way and d- trust me, I get the DMs, y'all. I block and bless, block and bless. Um, Some, but sometimes they're just ridiculous. They're it's pretty amazing. They're ridiculous. And if I if I if I let give them any more weight than just going, oh, is that true? Then it's taking me from doing the thing that I actually care about. And it would affect, I couldn't show up here today if I paid attention to opinions of others. So what did you love that she said? Yeah. Yeah. Um, well, I'm, I'm glad you talked about that. Cause I think that's uh, one of the hardest things for, uh, just in, in, in with the salt with social, because it's so easy for people to hide, yeah. uh, and leave, you know, nasty comments and stuff. So, one of the things that she talked about was how those the combination of uh, going through a really challenging divorce and the uh, economy crashing, you know, like she really felt like she was at rock bottom. And, you know, the, the, it's really interesting. She has a congratulations in the last episode, which kind of surprised me. But um, having uh, experienced what she was talking about, you know, I get, I get where she's coming from now, but one of the things that she said was, uh, you know, when you're going through it, nobody wants to hear, uh, you know, this is going to be better for you. Right. You know, and, and, and she said, it, it sucks. It's the worst experience. You know, she lost her, her marriage. She lost her company. Right. You know, but from that, it forced her to look at herself, which is something that we honestly, we rarely do. Um, after we've decided we know who we are and we like who we are, and we don't really go back very often and like reevaluate things from the ground up. Uh, but those life altering, those rock bottom experiences will, will put you back in that place, um, and allow you to draw different conclusions about the things that, that are important to you. Um, you know, again, who you let influence you, you know, weigh in the opinions that matter. Like Leslie was talking about, I really connected with that having, you know, gone through a divorce myself. And had a solid year of shit that I that I went through uh, after that, and and um, you know I mean I, it was it was one of those things where like where like I would get home and be relieved that I didn't have to put like this fake face on anymore. But then when I was home, I was home alone, and it was just me and my dog, and and it was just like not exciting either. So you know, but from that, you know, you look at yourself, you make changes, and then you grow. Yeah. So, yeah. I, well, I just think that like, there's enough quotes out there about like, you know, like the cream rises, so, like all the, like you get to rock bottom, you come up, like other people have said, you can't take away anyone's rock bottoms. And the truth is, is that like, we have that yoga teacher who says you can't have one without the other. You can't have love without hate. You can't have war without peace. Like you have to 
they don't like if you get rid of war, you can't have peace because you don't know what that is. And I think that we are so scared of rock bottoms and as we should be like, no one, I wouldn't wish them on anyone, but some of the most amazing inventions, the greatest speakers, the people who've touched you and inspired you, they've done that because they were in a rock bottom and it got them to think about something that they wanted to do and they did it and that changed your life. And so, you know, I just keep thinking about the times that like I was at rock bottoms and who I am and the friends I have, and even you, I wouldn't have met you if I had not been at rock bottom. Yeah, we talked about that too with Sandra Chuma. Yeah. Um, and, uh, you know, how, how altering, life life altering that was yeah. um, for her as well. Yeah, so I just think that like, uh, but I do think, you know, it is hard because like when you're someone next to someone who's at a rock bottom, you're like, what do I say? And I think I don't actually know what you say, but telling people it's it's going to be great. It's going to like, I just know what she talked about that. Um, She talked about uh, moving in with her best friend. She said she crashed on her best friend's sofa for a month, you know, and, and, and like, you know, her friend wasn't judging her. She was just there just to be there and be supportive and be a friend. And I think, but, and I think that's the permission, like you don't have to say anything inspiring to them. You just have to be there so that they can have someone with them and have someone to listen to them, but you don't have to fix it. Right. You know, and well, I think you certainly can't fix it if you're the friend. It's not, well, that's and, not how it works. And thank goodness for that, like that you don't have that responsibility. So right. you just have to be there so they feel loved and seen and they're not alone. Yeah. Um, anyways, it really is a fun episode. <laughs> you guys it, covered, you covered a lot of ground. We did. Was, I, I feel great. like we're ending on a really like low note, but like it was such. No, you know what? It made me uh, think, like listening to the two of you talk, made me think of really happy memories that uh, that we have of visiting New York City and like going through those big open, uh, you know, like Chelsea Market style, like shopping areas where she described having uh, her one of her jewelry stores. I, I, I really enjoyed it. And, and then like, you know, obviously uh, uh, being in the city and going across to the gym, like I remember doing a lot of stuff like that. So it's, it was, it brought back a lot of really uh, good memories. Um, I know we need to get to New York. Yeah. It was a fun a conversation. in New York. <laughs> All right. Finally, let's talk about the be it action items that you had from your conversation with Tina Tang. What bold, executable, intrinsic or targeted action items can we take away from your convo? Uh, there was one that you uh, really dug into with her and uh, we'll share that together. Basically, it was don't follow your passion, follow your curiosity. And that got us thinking. I hope it got you all thinking because we're like, wait, what? And so I... It sounds great. But again, it's like... What does it mean? How do you do that? So I, well, Brad is very passionate about cactuses. You want to tell him about your passion? Oh, you don't even know. Like I'm learning the Latin names for these oh. cactus and, and all the things. I'm really into it. But he um, is... there are, there are gazillion different types of succulents and cactuses and it's been mind blowing. And I, I keep, I keep acquiring more cactuses because we're going to create like a, a cultural garden in the back that everybody will want to tour. Uh, someday I'm telling you, it's going to be the coolest thing ever. But, oh, hey, sorry. See how excited you, I am? See how passionate I am about those cactuses? No, I'm not going to start a cactus business. Okay. Like that's not my, my jam. I just really am passionate about them. I really love them. He I, is curious about like what will grow back here and like how it will go. But like, he's, 
You know, my passion has uh, created curiosity. Yes, for sure. But um, one way that I, another way to think about it is like, I'm super passionate about Pilates, if you can't tell. But something that I can't do is just tell everyone that I meet to do Pilates because some people don't even know how to spell that, how to sound it out, what it is, who it's for. They've heard, they tried it and they didn't like it, all these things. And so what I realized in as being a Pilates instructor, my, my passion is more bodies doing Pilates, but my curiosity is how do I get those bodies to do Pilates? And so instead of mm. focusing on what I'm passionate about, more bodies doing Pilates, I actually follow my curiosity and where I'm at right now is, oh, people feel like they're not good enough. They don't have enough time. They don't know what it is or how it will help them. So which one of those things can I actually really make the most difference on? Well, I, I really like that because it, it does allow them to be, it doesn't mean like, I guess then don't follow your passion, follow your curiosity. They don't need to be two completely distinct things. Like they can actually be similarly aligned, you know, but uh, yeah. so that, that that's interesting. I think it's a really great, helpful way to, to, to look at it. Yeah. But I'm, I, I love it. She said it because like, it's how she's living her life. Well, here's but another like, thing. We were thinking was, like, well, why does this, how do you do that? And then right. I was thinking like, well, I think I do that. I'm doing that. <laughs> well, I went back and I counted in your interview with her. I think you used the word curious or curiosity like seven or eight times. That's so weird. What, I, I don't know, even I, use that word in life. Yeah. But well, the conversation What's, was surrounding so that. So, here, who knew? so actually the intro should have been curious <laughs> conversation. <laughs> Listen to this curious convo. Oh, yeah. Listen to this curious conversation. That's what it should have been. Well, <sighs> we missed that one. I know. Brad, um, how, producer's how are you fired. Producer is. Can't believe it. No, it's your first write up. <laughs> All right, everyone. This has been a lot of fun. Um, I'm Leslie Logan. And I'm Brad Kroll. Thank you so much for joining us today and all the days that you do. We are so grateful for you. How are you going to use these tips in your life? Which ones are you going to use? We want to know. So let us know by screenshotting this episode or just sending us a DM, tag the beat pod. And with what your takeaway is, not only will it put you out there with what you're working on and people be like, ooh, and they'll probably shower you with things that you can do and give you great ideas. But I'll also know what your takeaways are and what, what's landing with you. And it really does help other people find our show. So until next time, be it till you see it. Bye for now. of the Be It Till You See It podcast. One thing that would help both myself and future listeners is for you to rate the show and leave a review and follow or subscribe for free wherever you listen to your podcast. Also, make sure to introduce yourself over at the Be It pod on Instagram. I would love to know more about you. Share this episode with whoever you think needs to hear it. Help us and others be it till you see it. Have an awesome day. You See It is a production of As The Crows Fly Media. It's written, produced, filmed, and recorded by your host, Leslie Logan, and me, Brad Kroll. Kevin and Bell at Desenio handle all of our audio editing and some social media content. Our theme music is by Ali at Apex Production Music, and our branding by designer and artist Gianfranco Cioffi. Special thanks to our designer, Jaira Mondal, for creating all of our visuals. 
which you can't see because this is a podcast. And our digital producer, Jay Pedroso, for editing all the video each week so you can. And to Meredith Kroll for keeping us all on point and on time. 